Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I got some challenging content and um, I'm really delighted to have an awareness practice to separate the, the voices from uh, reality to, to look at that. Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I do know exactly what you mean. And uh, it, it seems like uh, there's a lot of that going around. It seems mm. like a, a lot of folks are um, getting difficult news now. I, I don't mm. know. We've talked about this in the past, but it seems like there are just certain times in, uh, <laughs> you hate to be this way, but <laughs> in the universe where, uh, you know, yeah. lots, of, lots of difficult stuff is happening. And mm. so I am right with you. When those kinds of things happen, our gratitude for, for having, having somewhere to be with it, a way to yeah. be with it, um, yeah. is, it really comes to the fore, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's fabulous to have a solid practice that's right there when, when I need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those voices, you know, I, I know you know this, and we talk about it often, that um, until, until we have the experience, people believe that those voices are there to help us, to you know, keep yeah. us safe and protect us. And, and then we have something really difficult or scary happen in our lives, and we find out, uh, actually, they're not on our side at all. They're just right there to make as much suffering as humanly possible. Mm, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And mm. I have announcements here to start us off. All right. The International Day of No Self-Hate and Celebration of the Guide's Birthday is almost here. Join Sangha. Rolled around again. By golly. Of course, I, uh, uh, per our previous conversation, Michael, I, I can, you know, I can say, oh, it's rolled around again. Or I could say, yeah, <laughs> I'm still yes. here. It's yes. rolled yes. around again. <laughs> yeah, lucky me. Yeah. Lucky me, yeah. <laughs> Join Sangha for a workshop on Sunday, April 17th to commemorate this important day observing one of the foundational teachings of our awareness practice. Yeah, and the, the, the important day, of course, is uh, <laughs> refers to the going beyond <laughs> self-hatred, not to the guy's birthday. That's not, that's not that big a deal, but it is nice <laughs> to put those two together because, uh, you know, it's just nice. Well, I mean, it's, I rant and rave about it constantly, so why not connect it to something like my birthday? Hmm. They're both important. <laughs> They're both important to me anyway, and yeah. Yes, to me too. Good, good. A new group coaching class will explore what draws us to engage in caring for the marvelous planet we live on and the many ways conditioned mind tries to take that over. Our four-week class, The Gift of Engagement, begins May 10th. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because we're hearing on the um, in the year-long retreat that people are really looking at this issue and and mm. uh, taking it very seriously and 
and dealing with a lot of difficulties as a result. We heard this morning, and you know, Michael, I just read a, a little article that one of the things, so we heard uh, on today's program that um, the train is, uh, you know, somebody's taking the train because she doesn't, she yes. doesn't want to fly because of yes. what flying does to the environment. And yes. um, the little article said that train service in Europe is, is really uh, being prioritized because it is so much better for the environment. And, and if it is a short hop, uh, and something that somebody can manage on a train, then that's that's a, a viable, um, a, you know, a really a really good alternative. And so to be able to discuss those kinds of things, so that taking care of the environment doesn't feed self hatred. Mm, yes, that's kind of, that's the bottom line I think of uh, of where this uh, four week class is going to is is coming from because otherwise self hate will just use everything we do because we care, of course, and then it'll use everything we do as fodder for um, uh, ego to beat us up. And so we're going to try to take that weapon out of ego's imaginary little hands. Great, great. Yeah. Yes, in that four-week class, the gift of engagement begins May 10th. Yeah, good. And for these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders today. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, you can press star six and then one to make a show and a conversation of about five minutes on one topic would be great. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're ready here, Sherry. I think so. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. First caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Uh, Good evening. This is Paula in Charleston. Hi, Paula. Hey, Paula. Good evening. Well, yeah, this evening. Um, (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Getting on toward that time of night. Yeah, and we got a thunderstorm going on. So, yeah, um, I have been wanting to call in. I I always want to call in, and either they sometimes get talked out of it, but lately it has been, I I mean, I so relate to what you were saying at the beginning of the show, how how there's so many challenges. seems to be a time where many people have lots and lots of challenges, and that certainly has been the case um, here um, mm. at my home for the last, well, certainly since the end of January. And there's a lot of content, and I'm not sure how much is important because it is content rather than process. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that I have been affected by um, a cascade of sort of uh, physical ailments. Um, mm. and things that are, uh, you know, brand new and have required a tremendous amount of time, uh, either getting testing or um, going to doctor's appointments or getting treatments and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. um, it has had an impact that I've, I've really used to 
power up my practice because that's mm-hmm. the best way that's the best thing I know to do with these kinds of challenges is to really yeah. rev up my practice in the ways mm-hmm. that I can and uh one of the things that's been really helpful, Sherry, I don't know where this, you, this is a quote from you that showed up on my computer, and I'm not sure where it came from or why it just showed up. It seemed like it was just on a page that I opened up, but it was, what life is saying to you is be with me now. Mm. Gently, that still small voice mm-hmm. saying, be with me now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it says, be with me when you have a migraine, be with you with me when you know you're feeling upset that's familiar Mm -hmm. to you right oh yes yes very (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i i cut i I printed that out and i cut it out and i put it in front of uh, pinned it on my bulletin board by my desk so i would see it repeatedly because i you know it's something i need to be reminded of Mm -hmm. um anyway i guess what I'm struggling with a lot to do, and I hope it's okay to talk about fear and uh, anger. <laughs> well, they, they are, are the topics of the weeks, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And I got to see that, of course, right, you know, I, it, there's so, I, when we were looking at um, anger, it immediately dropped in. Well, there's a lot of fear. It's like there's got to be second mm-hmm. cousins because there's a lot of fear when I'm angry. And um, yes. I will just yeah. say that what I saw with anger was it took me a while because I'm one of those people who felt like I didn't get angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I realized, mm-hmm. of course, I've realized, but not just once or twice over many years of practice that I have been incredibly angry. And Mm-hmm. I got to see very specific events when I've been angry that I hadn't seen had it not be, been for what we're looking at now in practice, one mm-hmm. of those things. And that was, I remember from the time I was a kid that how angry I would get when adults or any other person would mis- mistreat someone who was mm. um you know, just, I, 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 I said, it's like vulnerable. when bad things happen to good people, yeah, vulnerable people, or just mm-hmm. somebody struggling and some mm-hmm. adult is being cruel or mean to them. And I, I can I was telling my husband about an incident in, in I guess, it's in high school, and um, one of the teachers was so cruel to people. And I, you know, I just, I walked up to him and said, are I'm not taking this class because I, it, it, it's, it was just, I don't want to be in the presence of somebody who's hateful. I didn't say that, those words to him. But I do remember that it's, and he wasn't hateful, it wasn't so much at me, but it was, you know, he was just Paula. generally a hateful man. Paula? Yes. Yes, you're, you're, you know the Enneagram pretty well, don't you? I do. <laughs> okay, so so I'm going to tell you this, okay? You have eight rising. Uh-huh. Because that is absolutely the eight's response to, uh, it's often framed as the underdog. But somebody uh-huh. who has power uh, being cruel to someone or something 
that doesn't have matching power. It just it's yeah. the the anger is uh, scary. It is scary. It, this is very mm-hmm. visceral. I mean, I feel it in my whole body. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, a, I feel like yep. I'm, you know, the mama bear taking care of somebody. Yep. And it even is somebody my age or somebody. You know, oh yeah, it doesn't just, matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's it's it is when when the fight is unfair. That's when mama bear needs to come out, and and straighten things out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, again, uh, we've been really just noticing, and I really, it, it was, I think, gosh, this has been the best year ever for um, practice with me because I'm seeing things that so clearly that I didn't, I used to yes. see, but not clearly. <laughs> now this was and so much more clear. And, Paula, yes, it, it, all comes, it all comes back to that quote. Right? That the reason yeah. that that quote struck you that way is that that's what's happening with you. Yeah. You, you, yeah? So, yeah. life, the yeah. heart, be with me. Be, be with me. Yeah. Be with me. Yeah. And that's what's happening. And in that being with, you're noticing. You're noticing all these things that you, you haven't been allowed to notice because they... They were all interpreted some way. They meant something. And now, yeah. it, it, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a terrible thing, but th- this kind of time in our lives when we're in situations that, that we, we just we can't get out of. We can't do anything about it, right? We, the only thing we have is to turn to that still, small voice and, and hear it whispering, be with me, be with me. Yeah, and yeah, and that's we so are, big. And we get to so yeah, and you get to see what happened to her, and you get to you get to see it from this place of clarity and compassion. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's that's that is so that's so true, and I am just mm-hmm. I always forever grateful for. For this practice, and I, I felt like I, I started the year out wanting to. I had a whole list of things I wanted to do that really would, you know, like be more participating in practice. And this illness has, or you know, whatever's going on, we're still working on figuring out what is. But it's affected, um, you know, okay. my ability Bella. to sleep because, pardon. Well, I just want to make another little connection before you go on, okay? Yes. And that yeah. is that you are participating more. Uh-huh. Maybe nobody <laughs> else knows it, <laughs> right? Because they don't hear your voice or they don't hear your name announced in a conversation. But you cannot uh, not realize, however many negatives that was, you really are <laughs> participating you really are participating. Well, Let's thank you for that there. reassurance. Because, right? Uh, right? Yeah. Isn't that true? true? I am. And I just, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm not going to let conditioned mind get, you know, bring me down. Because no. No, 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 so... no, 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 no. 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 The, the participation we always do is internal. 
And then sometimes, uh-huh. yeah. it, depending on circumstances, we have an opportunity to get together and talk about that. Yeah. That's it, right? But whether, I mean, you know, we have a lot of heroes uh, who, whose participation was ages ago, ages ago, uh-huh. some, some mm-hmm. in caves, right? Uh, but their participation yes. has made our lives what they are today. So we don't have to hear from one another uh, in real time in order for our participation to be powerful. I get that. I, it does resonate in my heart beats Good. next to that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. well, Sherry, I thank you so much for your time and for all that uh, all that everyone in this song offers yep. because uh, it's, it's just I couldn't be more grateful for it. So, I know the feeling. I think, yeah, thanks for this opportunity. I know opportunity. exactly what you mean. Yep, okay. it's great to hear from you. Take good care of her. Yes, and you take good care as well. And um, Maybe we'll see you on the 17th. Who knows? That's right. Okay. Yes, I wrote it Sounds down. Good. I was right at my calendar and wrote it down. It's, it, I will be there. God willing. All right. The creek don't rise. God willing. Yeah, me too, God willing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you, Paula. All right. All right. Good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Paula. And I love that quote also, Sherry, that be with me now. Be with me now. That's fabulous. Yeah. It, it's it's what practice is, right? Uh, we We are learning to be still enough and present enough to hear that call, calling us home, just calling us home, to, that there is a refuge, there is, there is safety, there is security, there is unconditional love. We just, we're just learning to tune in a little more subtly in order to avail ourselves of it. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Sherry, we're going to break for a good news update now, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Thanks, Michael. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, Jen, I'm going to turn it over to you for a good news update. Thanks, Michael. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to join this afternoon by Phil, who is here to speak with us about her experience of practicing with the Practice Everywhere tweets. Welcome, Phil. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being with us to talk about it. So maybe first, for anyone who doesn't know about the Practice Everywhere tweets, you could just describe what they are. Yeah, well, Practice Everywhere tweets are tweets that um, we, you know, regular Tweets. I don't know anything about tweets because I don't have tweets, but I have this tweet. So except for this, exactly. I, me too. Yeah, that's that's the sum total of what I know about Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> so, but what I do know about it is it keeps coming into my phone, and um, it has a. And Phil, a, like like uh-huh. me, do you receive it as a um, a text message? Like it's basically it shows up as a like a text message would on your phone, just periodically yeah, at random points. It, point it, it used day. to show up as a text message. I don't know how it changed, but it now shows up as a um, message 
you know, yeah, like a notification. Yeah, a notification. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and um, which if you press it, you can go to whatever the, uh, the tweet thing is on, you know, the uh, website or whatever. I don't know what it is, but it's. I just like to do it right off the notification. And um, so there's this, this I have a, a sound for it, so there's this sound, and I know it's the tweet sound, and it's uh, uh, for this notification, and I, it's a little message, a little tiny message that packs a really big wallop of um, some practice thing that it is uh, making us aware of, either to do in that moment or to uh, just... Uh, you know, bring us here. Right. So just so short little messages. Yeah. And that's basically all I know about what the tweet itself is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and for folks who are like you and I and not really dialed into social media and that sort of thing, um, you can, it's all laid out how to sign up for it. It's laid out on the website Clear Practice Opportunities. And it's actually relatively straightforward. Um, so you don't have to, you, it doesn't, in my experience, it doesn't drag you into the middle of the social media thing. So it's exactly what you're saying. It gives us the opportunity to, at random points through the day, that's one of my favorite parts about it, is you don't know, it's on a regular schedule, you don't know when they're going to show up. Just, you know, at several points throughout the day, as you say, you just get this notification and you get a little tiny message. Like, um, I'm just looking at what now that said a while back that I appreciated let your hands wrap around a mug of your favorite beverage and receive. Right? Just yes. little messages like that that mm-hmm. remind us to be present to our everyday lives. Yeah, and you know, the words that Sherry just said are still ringing through my head about calling us home. And basically that's kind of, to me, what it, it's doing. You know, it's wherever, wherever we're, we are, wherever I am in my head or in my body or present or not, it's calling me home to presence, to awareness. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, it's calling you home to presence, to awareness. Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing I see about the tweets is that there, there's, there's so many different, um, I want to say levels, but it's more than that. The, just, uh, we keep saying flavors of it. I mean, uh, there, it's like um, it's it's like practicing on to notice. I've been, you know, we've been practicing noticing, and it's like there's so much more to notice about the tweet, even than the content, um, because it's, it's like so the content might, you know, say um, of the tweet might read yeah something like what you said or something like oh you know stop and dance, you know, or sing. And, mm-hmm. and so we stop, dance, and sing. But then it's, it's uh, what I was seeing, how I've also been noticing um, when they come in, you know, all right, oh, am I here? Was I here? Uh, exactly. Is this being fun? Or do I, does the ego have an attitude yep. about it? You know, stuff like that. Does it feel like an yes. interruption for ego? Or is it, yeah. uh, you know... So it's like there, I've been seeing lately how many, um, how much 
many variations are on the same yeah. theme. You know, you can just keep oh, uh, worrying that one tweet. <laughs> for I don't mean I was, that's, worry way, that's where know. I went to when you when you yeah when you were describing it so exactly. That you could literally receive the same tweet over and over because it's that blank slate, right? Where, yeah. as you say, there's the thing. And, I mean, all the way back to how you described it, you receive the tweet that says, you know, stop and dance and sing. And, so, and what you said was, and so we stop and dance and sing. Or we don't. <laughs> I mean, right. that's, right. that's, just, that's just it. And we get to see what happens with that. You know, one time I might receive that tweet, and it's like, oh, yes dance and sing and what a beautiful day, right? And then, you know, maybe 15 minutes later, after a, you know, interchange on email, I get that tweet and think, oh, forget it, I'm not doing it. Or another time, fine, I'll do it. But as you say, am I having fun? And so much is mirrored, not just in the thing itself, but in everything that you get to notice around it. Yes. Everything. And it, that's, to me, what makes it really impactful. You know, like it's just these, this little tiny uh, notice that comes in with these few little words, and yet it's just, uh, you know, it just can really be like a, you know, feel like a big practice, you know, like a can pack a wallop, you know, in your, in your day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, so much in the way you're describing it, it's such a support for you as the practitioner because where you want your attention to be is on awareness, in presence. Mm -hmm. And there are so many things around us that are distractions that are pulling our attention, you know, habits of attention to leave Mm -hmm. presence. And so this is a way, especially because we don't, no, as we say, when it's coming in, right? It's one thing, you know, periodically it will drop in. Oh, I could record. Okay, I'll record. Or, you know, it's time to go mm-hmm. meditate or whatever it is. But what's so fun about this is it's random. And as you say, it interrupts. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it's interrupting ego's ability to have my attention. And <laughs> exactly. if I'm willing to bring the attention to it, it's such a great support for me as a practitioner. Yeah, I think of it as being interrupted by life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like, whoop, you know, and uh, yeah. So it's, uh, I, I find it really, uh, you know, them, um, very helpful. And um, I, I've got even a, a, a playlist that I call Tweets. And so some of the, you know, the favorites, so to speak, because there are some that really can get you, get you, you know, and I'll yeah. record those. And, and they make a nice little playlist of, you know, if you get a bunch of them after a while. And, um, oh, yeah, that's a lovely I, I thought, idea. Yeah, it, it, it's been fun. And um, yeah. so in, in the other yeah. thing about so, them, you know, I think you were pointing to this, that everywhere... Everywhere I am, there they are. And that's one of the first thing I noticed about tweets before we had all this um, um, uh, uh, media, whatever we call it, a virtual practice. Because now we Mm -hmm. can carry practice just about everywhere. But before, you know, it it wasn't that way. But the tweets always were that way. And I could be Mm -hmm. in Timbuktu and here comes... The practice tweet, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, it truly. felt connected. Yeah, you know, you feel connected to everybody. From the yeah, tweet. well, and 
as you say that, one thing that drops in for me, Phil, is how, <clears throat> you know, really, I mean, it's going way back. You remember it, too. And Sherry will refer to it sometimes. That New Year's retreat where mm-hmm. this technology was really brand, brand new. I mean, we have a brilliant mm-hmm. IT team person <laughs> who, mm-hmm. you know, is, is always, you know, picking up these sorts of things and seeing the possibilities of how they can be used for practice. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that this practice has always offered. You know, Sherry will often pick up, okay, yeah, there's a possibility in here for practice. So <laughs> as all of this was getting started, at the very, very start, it was a support for us because, I mean, most, for most people, most of the time, these sorts of things are distractions, right? You know, yeah. going through this or looking at that. But to have it instead work for us instead of against us, to employ the technology to be in presence is really remarkable. As you say, yeah, it is. It really time. is remarkable. Yeah, and um, yeah, you brought me to the place where I remember what I was talking. of the same thing about emails. Well, do you think we can use emails for some kind of practice? <laughs> right. And uh, now we're doing tweets and uh, all kinds of things, right. you know, with our technology. So, yeah, yeah. truly, truly. Well, Phil, thank you so much for being with us today to talk about your experience of the tweets. Well, it's my pleasure. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm just so grateful for practice, just so grateful, as we all are. And um, whatever, you know, we practice, there we all are. There we all are. And the willingness to do it, you know, back mm-hmm. to your, okay, you know, it, life is suggesting to dance and sing. Great. I'm on it. <laughs> Next stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Phil. All right. Take care. You too. Go happy. Go happy. And Michael will turn the show back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen. And thank you, Phil. And welcome that back. Was, <laughs> Go ahead, Sherry. That, that was so fun. I, I'm so glad, Jen, recalled that New Year's retreat because as soon as uh, they started talking about tweets, I was sitting around that uh, with folks at that t- table in the back room at the yeah. New Year's retreat. And uh, Twitter truly was brand new. Mm. It, it had just <laughs> burst onto the scene in a very small way, right? It was nothing yeah. like it is now, of course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that whole, well, yeah, sure. I mean, there was just, there, yeah, there was nothing. No social media, there's no, yeah, yeah. And then, yes, and Phil brought up the email. Uh, I, I remember the first person who said to me, you know, there's this thing called email. <laughs> and, and what you can, <laughs> you know, and, I, and, of course, in my mind, I remember, my first thought with that was, oh, no. And, you know, I haven't changed my mind about it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tweets, yes. Email, it's like, uh, no. I still think we could have done without that. But anyway, that's a personal opinion. <laughs> but it is fun to, to think about all of the ways that, uh, that practice has uh, morphed over the years to be to be able to be available to us, as Phil said, you know, I'm in Timbuktu, and I can be just as connected 
I mean, it, it, practice, here I am in one state, all of you folks are uh, in another state, and you and, and uh, Phil are in one part of the state, and Jen is in another, and we're talking to people, you know, in South Carolina and Korea, and, uh, Australia, and all over the world. So it's, it really is, it's a blessing. One that we have to use uh, judiciously, of course, as we know. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, and we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live mm -hmm. on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry Michael. It's Catherine from St. Louis. Hi, Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Uh, hi. What's going uh, on? Well, life dropped in a message today, and um, I just kind of wanted to talk about it. Um, I found it very interesting. And um, the context is I've been looking at a process that uh, I'm aware has been around for decades, mm. and it, it is... Um, is self-hating, and it's uh, that the, a story that a conversation that I'm not living life the way I'm supposed to, that I'm not having the experience of being fully alive like I should, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and um, it's uh, that's kind of the big story the big story about it the, mm -hmm. you know the the daily thing is well what you have on your schedule is pretty boring and or pretty tedious or a lot of effort and you're not going to enjoy it you know it's that there's something wrong with you because your life is such a waste kind of message uh -huh. so I was recording and listening today about it and um, what I basically was saying was, I want, I want to bust out of this. This is a prison. It's oppressive. I want out. I just want to bust out of it. And um, I was aware I was resisting. There was resistance coming up and, and just various you know, things. And mm -hmm. then I meditated. And I was meditating and this message came through loud and clear, don't be afraid to let it go. And, huh. yeah, and I had had no idea that, there, I, I, was, I suspected that somehow I was clinging to this or this, you know, I recorded and listened about this, I know it's self-hate, I know it's a conversation in the head, it's to be ignored, and and it yet it had this power over me. I believed it. You know, I I just I believed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. and um, that punch. Yeah. Every time it it happens. Yeah. Every time it happens, and the don't be afraid to let it go <laughs> was uh, I had no idea there was fear about letting it go as much suffering as it was causing. Mm -hmm. there was still fear mm -hmm. about letting it go. And I, it, you know, I guess it was just such a, an identity for me, you know. So anyway. Well, it, it, go ahead. 
the first thing, uh, is there more? Because uh, I have a first thing, but not if there's more. There might be a second and a third thing. Uh, oh, well, um, uh, now I've forgotten what I was going to say, Sherry, so go ahead. Okay, well, while, <laughs> while it comes back to you, I want to say the first thing. The first thing that is so astonishing about that is that you knew exactly what was being talked about. Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't a let what go. <laughs> right. You know, right. If, you, if you had been identified with ego, that, that, or, or hadn't been paying such close attention, that would have been the next thing that ego tried. Let what mm-hmm. go. That little, you know, finger in the cheek, the picture of innocence <laughs> there. But you knew exactly what was being talked about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, it speaks to how, um, how powerfully the intelligence guides us. There, it, when there mm-hmm. is that moment, when there's that break in the nonstop of conditioned mind, there's that little opening, and the brilliance comes through that little opening, and it it connects with the brilliance that you are, and there's the clarity. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's and it's just a, it's just an astounding experience when it happens. It's it's uh, yes, yeah. It's like yes. life just slips it in. It just slips in, yes. and it just and door the door opened. I mean, it was like suddenly yes. I'm in the light room. The veil dropped. The veil That's dropped. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. Okay. So I have a part two. Do you? I do, I, it hasn't come back, so go ahead. All right. The part two is what, what ego is telling you is absolutely true. And because we see it as a negative, we don't take it as the good information that it is. Because... Mm. In that mm-hmm. relationship with ego, you're not living the life that you could be living. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with your life, because you were living the same life in that moment of blinding light. Mm-hmm. It was the same life <laughs> that you were living a minute before it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with the content of your life. There's nothing wrong... Uh, there's, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with you. There's, there's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what it's telling you, and Ashwini had a quote about this recently, and I can't remember exactly how it went. It might have even been from the morning class, or the daily class. It's not morning for you, but the daily class. Um, and it's that it's, the information is there. The answer to the question is there, but mm-hmm. it's presented in a way that causes us never to see it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on. So it's mm-hmm. telling you, Catherine, you're not living the life that you could be living. <laughs> because you're right? listening to and me. <laughs> it, 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 that's right. And, and so it, that's the way, uh, a great, I don't know if it's a complete way out, but it's a start to just say, oh, right, 
you're right. Thank you. Yes, okay. And this is that moment of dance and sing, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever the, you're right. Oh, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I think I was distracted. I think I was caught. I don't think I was here. Yes, mm-hmm. oh, thank you. Thank you for that mm-hmm. reminder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for a while, you may reel from that gut punch, but now you know it's punching you awake. Before, it was punching you asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can you really see it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before, it was like uh, just I falling for it, believing it, and like there's something wrong oh, with yeah. me. You know, and I oh, can't. And there's painful. no way out of it. There's no That's way. That's right. Right. That's and right. Yeah. 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 Horrible. Now it's painful. Now it's like a thump on the head. <laughs> That's hey, right. you. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up, yeah. Catherine. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And you mm-hmm. go, oh, yeah. Oh, good. Uh-huh. All right. Here we are. Yeah, I'm here. It's the, uh, you know, the old uh, Zen story about the guy who uh, walks around. Joshu! Yes! <laughs> Joshu! Yes! Yeah? <laughs> Yeah, I should start that. Oh yeah, Catherine. Yeah, are you? Yeah, okay, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's great. All right. Okay. Have fun. Keep it posted. I will. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks for joining us, Catherine. I thought you were going to tell the story about the old Zen teacher. This is probably an exaggeration, but the one who in Japan who said, if you don't pay attention, I'm going to cut your head off. So right. <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sharpening that sword. <laughs> yeah. And we have a caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Michael. It's Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Hey, Miriam. Hi. What's going on? Oh, my gosh, so much. Uh, so the, just before we started the year-long calls, I had to return a phone call to someone who left me a message that uh, was quite uh, curt. And when mm. I picked up the phone to, to dial it, I noticed these sensations in my body, like the, my, the pit on my stomach and short of breath, and my heart was pounding. Anyway, so I gave mm. her the information she needed. And then on the Monday, we started the year-long call, and I put myself in the queue, and then I noticed the same sensations. Oh. And I said, well, so returning the call was not pleasant but being in the year-long queue is pleasant so why am i having Mm -hmm. the same sensations Mm. so so i've been noticing uh how the same sensations mean different things so when we were working with anger uh i noticed that so the there's like this feeling that starts in the pit of my stomach and sometimes it travels at light speed and explodes into my brain. And it could be either, 
fear or anxiety, and then mm-hmm. sometimes it'll get lodged in my throat, and then I can't speak. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I just found it fascinating to watch how the same sensations arise from fear and anger. And I, well, who's telling me what they mean? Oh, really good question. So it's really ego. Good question. <laughs> yeah, because, because what you're seeing is they, 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 they don't mean that. You know, if, I, if I can have the same sensation and it's got 15 different labels, well, mm-hmm. then somebody's making meaning here. Right? Yeah. They, yeah. Oh, wow. It, helpful it's, to see. Oh, I feel like I'm Mr. Spock. It's so fascinating <laughs> discovering all these, these, these things. It's just, oh, my gosh. And, I mean, here I am. I'm talking to you, and I'm excited, but I got those sensations in my body. My, my stomach's turning. My heart's pounding. And, I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, because it's so exciting. Well, maybe returning that phone call was so exciting. And being in the queue is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Wow, it was just... What, what if it's all just, whoa, this is what energy feels like uh, mm-hmm. when it hits a human form? Yeah, and I was thinking, well, how can I put this? That, that the one who's afraid is ego, afraid of being exposed. So then it makes me wonder, well, if I'm feeling like this, ooh, what am I going to see? What's, it, what's going to be revealed to me? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it, that, that is such an important awareness that all of those Everything that is used to control you mm-hmm. is ego. Life doesn't want to control you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so, and so if, if we start looking from that perspective of, ooh, okay, what, what now? Now, a lot of times, of course, well, I don't know about you, but um, I'm just going to project wildly here, that a lot of times there, there isn't any particular... Sensation, right? There's nothing in particular going on. You could say, oh, well, that sensation that... Mm -hmm. So we have to get more subtle, Mm -hmm. right? Because it Mm -hmm. isn't like somebody just punched you in the stomach, right? Uh, That uh, those, you know, ego saves those for the big rocks. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it can't do that to us all day long because we would would get to the point where it didn't have any effect any longer. Ego doesn't want to do that, right? And so we have to get more subtle. So you can just be, you can just be sitting somewhere waiting for something or whatever, and and the attention is turned inward, and and what, what what is this experience? And you can watch mm-hmm. how a label is going to come up for it, and and that same thing of, well, mm-hmm. how did that, <laughs> where did that come from? Who said so? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why am I, there's an assessment, and in the past I would have believed it. I wouldn't have even noticed that it was going on, but now I'm noticing, so, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm it, super sleuth. Yeah, I feel like I'm the Indiana Jones of awareness practice, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it says, and making a change for good. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so one of the things that... Um, 
I, I notice that I say a lot is, oh, why does this always happen to me? So like a couple of weeks ago, the, the wheel fell off the snowblower. Well, why does this always happen to me? It's the first time it ever happened, so it doesn't always That's happen right. to me. <laughs> Yeah. So then, so then I was able to shift that and say, "Ooh, what am I going to see with this?" Mm-hmm. So that was really. And of course, you were already you were already home free, right? Because you'd already seen that. Yeah. So right. last, so last, Oops, sorry. No, no, just just that that it yeah. would like to. You know, it, you can come in with, "Well, what am I going to see now?" And we don't want to lose sight of the fact that. Ooh, I'm here. I just saw mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, because last Thursday I was driving home from work and the tire blew while I was driving. And again, well, mm. why does this always happen to me? Well, I've been driving for over 40 years and it's the first time it's ever happened. So it was really, wow. Uh-huh. And so, uh, Miriam, you know, the thing that we could uh, take from that is what, what, what Ego is saying is why do life events always happen to you? Mm-hmm. So that there's, there's something, there's a problem with life. Yeah. There's a way life should be, and everything that it can claim this about is proof that somehow that your life is not as it should be, that you're some kind of a victim to these circumstances. <laughs> mm-hmm. that it's, making, it's making this case, but... Really, as you say, all it's doing is is saying that when something happens in life, mm-hmm. it's not personal. No, it's not it's personal. Exciting, mm-hmm. Depending on how <laughs> fast you're going. Oh, I wasn't going too too fast. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Anyway, this is. Can I just say one thing about the tweets? A couple of weeks ago, there was one about listening to an interview you did on on a podcast. And you uh-huh. mentioned, um, I think that it was the book was There Is Nothing Wrong With You. You put your name on that book because you wanted people to find you. So thank you. I am so grateful <laughs> I found you. It worked. See? It, it worked. worked. So yay, this happened to me. <laughs> That's right. Why does this kind of thing keep happening uh, to you? These miracles. Yeah. Why, why yeah. does this happen? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank so, you, Miriam. Thank you. Deep gusho. Gusho. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Miriam. And Sherry, we have time for at least one more caller here. Good. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hey, it's Mark in Chicago. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi. So um, I've been doing some recording and listening sort of on something else, and I ended up talking about friendship. And the place Mm -hmm. I ended up was kind of exploring what is friendship all about. And um, I kind of ended up seeing that for, for the most part, friends serve a purpose for me that is sort of ego serving. So if I have nothing else to do, you know, I'll call a friend. If I want to feel better, I'll call a friend. If I want to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going to the movies or watching TV or, you know, doing any of the other things that aren't 
really about presence and life. It's about kind of distracting myself and feeding myself through some way that's that doesn't seem completely healthy. And I wanted to ask about that because, of course, as I'm getting older, all the all the psychologists tell you the most important thing is to maintain friendships and have a social circle. And I'm starting to ask myself, why? Why is that true? You know, if I'm in a good relationship with myself and with a mentor, do I really even need friends? Which sounds sort of nuts even to me when I say it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It, well, of course, <laughs> that's an interesting uh, one for me because uh, I, I've always been curious about that social network thing um, and looked at it in basically the way you're describing. What, what, what exactly are we talking about? Um, because, and, and it's your original question. What, 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 what do we mean by friendship? Are we talking about... Um, people that we uh, go out and, uh, and have dinner with? Are we talking about people uh, that, as you say, you can call up and just uh, pass the time of day? Or are we talking about um, people who we can count on? You know, you, you, you lose all your money suddenly, they're going to make sure you keep a roof over your head or you have some sort of health crisis. They're going to be there to help you through it. So what are we what are we really talking about with a social network? Oh, that's a good question. Um, in some ways, it seems like the deeper the friendship, that is the kind of person who, if you know, all the money disappeared and they needed a roof, the higher the probability of having really. Uh, heartbreaking interactions um, just because of the closeness of the relationship. Yeah. I mean, I never get into arguments with my neighbor, right? I mean, because we just go to lunch and he helps me when my tractor gets a flat tire or whatever. But someone who's really a good friend, I guess because of the level of expectation and which might lead to the, some disappointment or, I, you know, I don't know what it is about really deep relationships, but they seem to often lead to the deepest um, um, hurt and, uh, you know, difficulties and so forth. So I guess I don't know what I'm yes. talking about when I really say a friend. Well, I, I don't know what I'm talking about either. Uh, and that's a very good thing, isn't it? Because that's what causes us to keep looking and, and exploring it. Um, and, I mean, I think you're, you're absolutely on track with that that uh, those relationships, I mean, we, we pick somebody out to go through life with or we have children or that sort of thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the first thing that we're told, but it's a get ready for, for heartbreak, right? Because for yeah. all of the joy and the love that, that will be in those relationships, or we hope they are in those relationships, they have the potential to break our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with friends who, uh, you know, have been with you through uh, all of the life, the ups and downs and that sort of thing. Uh, it's, it's true. When bad things happen to them, um, bad is in quotes there, of course, but 
those life circumstances that we always hope don't happen and they somehow always do, uh, it, it, it's going to hurt. So I guess I'm back to my original sense of maybe I'm over-examining what, it, what a friendship is all about. Or maybe you're not. Because, you know, Mark, if, if, if we don't look at these things for ourselves, then we're going to be stuck with what egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate has given us. Mm-hmm. Which is, right. is rarely uplifting. So right. if, for instance, you and I are, are uh, old friends and uh, we've been through all all kinds of uh, things together and uh, something, something happens and it's, uh, re- I really disappoint you. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, if what you have to turn to is ego, then ego is going to say, well, that's, that's that then. But if you look at it and you, you realize that what you're signing on for is somebody who's going to be in your life to mirror you in a way that helps you see yourself in ways that you haven't seen yourself before, and that's going to be the, the good news and the bad news, then that will be an opportunity for you to move to a, a new place in your life. Yeah. So that really is a statement about presence in the in the friendship. So that my what's the right word? Um, not selection of friends, but so that the structure of the relationship is really based on, not on ego causing me to search for something in somebody else that I should be giving myself, but rather to, uh, you know, have the ability to share and, um, I don't know, participate equally or something with the other person. Yes. Well, and uh, to me, it's whether it's friendship or so many uh, subjects. If it's if it's our practice, if it's how we train, then we can be grateful for circumstances and other people for what they offer us. But we we know that it's about us, right? So again, if you disappoint me, then I know that I can look to ego set up some sort of unexamined expectations and standards and and that wants to then tell me a story and uh, wants me to ditch you and um, and live in some conclusion that people just can't be trusted or whatever it is that goes on. But if I know our friendship is my best opportunity to learn and grow and move toward loving unconditionally, then 
that's that's what it's bringing me. And the hope, of course, would be that it would be the same thing for you. Right. Yeah, I saw something we would, in what you we, just said there. Yeah. Yeah, we would go through it together. Yeah. What's that, Mark? I, I when you said that. If if you disappoint me and I go to ego in my head, that means I'm going to probably dump you as a friend. But if I don't go to ego in my head and I go to presence in what life really is, uh, you know, I just accept the fact that you're human like I am. And and I can move on no matter really what happens. That's right. That's right. And it's such a... um, expansive yet humbling place because there's nothing somebody else is going to do. There's no way somebody else is going to be that is completely unfamiliar to me if I'm honest and paying attention. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, a wonderful place to get to explore as well that I might hold uh, you to standards that I don't hold myself to because they're ego standards. And from yeah. ego's perspective, it's all about maintaining separation and suffering. So if I right. see in you what I see in me and I realize that shared humanity and what we're all looking for is unconditional love and compassion and understanding, then I, I can bring that to myself and, I, and that will naturally expand to you good deal yeah makes me a better friend yes yes regardless of what anybody else is doing or being right mm-hmm. all right that's good i like that all right thanks very Keep much posted huh yeah okay yeah, i think you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot and it's going to continue to be helpful to you and the rest of us great thanks sherry Thank you. Okay. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Mark. And Sherry, what dropped in as you were talking, I think something your teacher said that you can trust people to be as they are. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's very it's yeah. So fascinating. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. And the, the other the other piece of that of course that fits so nicely is projection. Because how do I really know how anybody is when I actually, most of the time, don't know how I am? (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. And we are beyond the top of the hour here, Sherry. And (laughs) I want to say curses. Big thank you to you and to everyone. It's been a fabulous show. I'm grateful to be here. Loved it. Loved it. Yes. Thank you so much, Michael. Thanks, everybody, and good night. Good night. Go happy. Go happy.